Welcome to Music History Monday for February 14th, 2022. I'm Bob Greenberg, and the title for today's podcast is Worst Love Songs, A Few at Least. If you haven't already, please consider joining me on my subscription site at patreon.com slash robertgreenbergmusic, where I blog, vlog, podcast, pontificate, review, and bloviate four to six times a week. On February 14th, 1992, and even 30 years ago today, the Paramount Pictures movie Wayne's World was released in the United States. It was both a critical and commercial success. It became the 10th highest grossing film of 1992, raking in $183,097,323 at the box office. Now, for our information, number one that year was Disney's Aladdin, which brought in a most respectable $504,050,219 at the box office. That's over half a billion 1992 dollars. To this day, Wayne's World remains the highest grossing film based on a sketch from Saturday Night Live. The list of other such SNL-inspired flicks includes The Blues Brothers, with John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd, 1980, to be discussed in next week's Dr. Bob Prescribes post, Coneheads, with Dan Aykroyd and Jane Curtin, 1993, It's Pat, with Julia Sweeney, 1994, Stuart Saves His Family, with Al Franken, 1995, and A Night at the Roxbury, with Will Ferrell, 1998. With my own fond memories of the film, I played Wayne's World last year for my then 12 and 14-year-old kids. Sadly, it did not go well, as the movie has not aged well. Then again, neither has Mike Myers nor yours truly. Wayne's World featured appearances by the recently and dearly departed Meatloaf, that would be Michael Lee Aday, who was born in 1947 and passed away on January 20th, 2022, and Alice Cooper, that would be Vincent Damon Furnier, born 1948, who only looks as if he has recently left us. But perhaps the biggest musical winner in Wayne's world was Queen's Bohemian Rhapsody, which had originally been released in 1975 and peaked at number nine on Billboard's Hot 100 chart in 1976. Thanks to Wayne's World, Bohemian Rhapsody experienced a renaissance in the charts. And in 1992, 17 years after its initial release, it peaked at number two on Billboard's Hot 100. I've included a link to the scene in Wayne's World during which Bohemian Rhapsody appears. Now, longtime readers of Music History Monday are aware that I am not a fan of Freddie Mercury's slash Queen's 
Bohemian Rhapsody, which I treated rather unkindly in my Music History Monday post of August 24, 2020. Now please, I understand that Bohemian Rhapsody is not a love song with lyrics like, Mama just killed a man, put a gun against his head, pulled my trigger, now he's dead. It would be difficult with lyrics like that to construe Bohemian Rhapsody as a love song. Love song or no, and don't hate me for this, I do believe Bohemian Rhapsody to be among the most god-awful, overblown, and overrated songs ever recorded by an otherwise decent band. It is the movie Wayne's World, with its inclusion of Bohemian Rhapsody and the fact that today is St. Valentine's Day, that have collectively provided the tortured path that has led to the theme of today's post, epically bad love songs. Before venturing forth, allow me to acknowledge the obvious folly inherent in today's theme. Just as many of you might consider Bohemian Rhapsody to be a good song, maybe a great song, perhaps even a masterwork of the genre, although I would be hard put to understand what genre we're referring to, issues of good and bad, particularly when it comes to popular music, are entirely subjective. One person's horror is just as often another's delight. For example, here's a song that appears on internet lists as being among both the best and worst love songs of all time. Dean Martin's signature song, That's Amore, of 1953, with music by Harry Warren, and lyrics by Jack Brooks. Depending upon your point of view, the lyrics are either inspired or insipid. When the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's amore. When the stars make you drool, just like pasta fazool, that's amore. The song was famously used during the opening credits of the movie Moonstruck, 1987, which I will happily admit is one of my top 10 all-time favorite movies. A link to those opening credits is provided. The satirist and critic Joe Queenan, born 1950, nailed it when he described That's Amore as, quote, a charming, if goofy, parody of popular Neapolitan organ grinder music, unquote. So, is That's Amore woeful or wonderful? It's all in the ear of the beholder. I think it's wonderful, especially so because I associate it with the movie Moonstruck. Whereas, in my opinion, the following love songs, for reasons primarily having to do with their words, are wonderfully awful. Criteria. Having done my research, I tell you there are truly untold scads of awful love songs out there. As such, I've had to apply some criteria in making my choices, lest this post get absolutely out of hand. Criterion 1 in choosing the worst love songs, 
no rap or hip-hop. This post is about songs that purport to tell a story through words and melody and not unpitched chant. Criterion 2. Mere sap and smarm are not enough. It's just too, too easy to identify and poke fun at songs in which cloying, mawkish, treacly, and overblown emotions are their raison d'etre. As such, the more glutinous love songs of Celine Dion, Barry Manilow, Phil Collins, John Mayer, Dan Fogelberg, and Jewel, to name but a few purveyors of such sap, will just have to wait for another time. Criterion 3, we're sticking with rock and roll era songs, meaning post-1950. Advisory. Please, please, please be advised regarding the following. Parental advisory. Explicit content ahead. The songs. Taste of My Love, 1978. Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. A brief taste of this song's lyrics is adequate to earn the advisory just given and an arrest from the poetics police. Oh, you look so hungry, woman. How come you strayed in here with your eyes so bright on this long, hot night? Could it be for a taste of my love? Down on your knees with your face to the wall, saying, please, 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 my friend said I should call. Yeah, taste it, taste it, taste it around the maze of pleasure to the gates of pain you're driving me insane. Go down gently with your face to the east. The sun may be rising, but we haven't finished the beast. Here it comes, the taste of my love. I'm going to love you like nobody ever loved you. Climb on my rocket and we'll fly. <laughs> fly right out of here, you mean. The stellar verses just read constitute but one-third of the total lyric. When combined with some of the most colorless music Emerson, Lake, and Palmer ever created, Taste of My Love makes Bohemian Rhapsody sound like Beethoven's Ninth Symphony. I have provided a link to Taste of My Love. He hit me, and it felt like a kiss. 1962, The Crystals. The song was written for The Crystals in 1962 by the then husband and wife songwriting team of Gerald Goffin, 1939 to 2014, and Carole King, born 1942. Goffin and King were inspired to write the song after they discovered that their babysitter was being routinely beaten by her boyfriend. When they asked her why she put up with it, she told them that her boyfriend beat her because he loved her. Here are the first four verses of this horror, with words sounding like those of Golem. He hit me, and it felt like a kiss. He hit me, but it didn't hurt me. 
He couldn't stand to hear me say that I'd been with someone new, and when I told him I had been untrue, he hit me, and it felt like a kiss. He hit me, and I knew he loves me. If he didn't care for me, I could have never made him mad. But he hit me, and I was glad. A link is provided. Love Injection, 1989, Bang Tango. Bang Tango is an American hard rock band that has existed, on and off, in some permutation or another since 1988. If Love Injection is representative of their oeuvre, then they conclusively suck. I don't know if the communicable disease transmitted by the love injection is hepatitis or chlamydia. However, I do know that everything about this song gives me the willies. We pick up the lyric in progress. I tell you that it's easy, and here's how it goes. I'll tell you something, sister, what you need to know. It's a love injection. That's my kind of drug. A love injection, and I do it for free. Love injection, that's my kind of drug. A love injection, don't you know what I mean? I'll tell you something, sugar, what you need to know. It's a love injection, that's my kind of drug. Okay then, a link has been provided. I used to love her, 1987, Guns and Roses. Gosh, Leave it to the sweethearts in Guns and Roses to put the love in love song. I Used to Love Her is a classic of its genre. That genre? Misogynistic snuff rock shit. Take a deep breath before hearing these lyrics. I used to love her, but I had to kill her. I used to love her, oh yeah, but I had to kill her. I had to put her six feet under, and I can still hear her complain. I used to love her, oh yeah, but I had to kill her. I used to love her, ooh yeah, but I had to kill her. I knew I'll miss her, so I had to keep her. She's buried right in my backyard, oh yeah, ooh yeah, whoa, oh yeah. I used to love her, but I had to kill her. I used to love her, ooh yeah, but I had to kill her. She bitched so much she drove me nuts, and now I'm happier this way. The saccharine, Herman's Hermit's style of music to which these words are set, would seem to have absolutely nothing to do with the vicious ugliness of the song's lyrics, an effect calculated, I think to both trivialize and intensify the violence of those lyrics. This is a song with virtually no redeeming social or musical value whatsoever. A link is provided. Love Stinks, 1980, Jay Giles Band. Written by Jay Giles Band members Peter Wolf and Seth Justman, Love Stinks was inspired by Peter Wolf's marriage to and divorce from the actress Faye Dunaway. Love Stinks is not so much a bad song 
as it is an anti-love song, inappropriate for a candlelight dinner on Valentine's Day, but most appropriate for the post-breakup blues on February 15th. You love her, but she loves him, and he loves somebody else. You just can't win, and so it goes till the day you die. This thing they call love, it's gonna make you cry. I've had the blues, the reds and the pinks. One thing is for sure, love stinks. Yeah, yeah, love stinks. Love stinks. Yeah, yeah, love stinks. Love stinks. Yeah, yeah, love stinks. Love stinks. Yeah, yeah. A link is provided. Little Things, One Direction. Written by Fiona Bevan and Ed Sheeran in 2013, this sickly sweet catalog aria type song condescendingly lists all of its objects imperfections all the while assuring her that you're perfect to me okay but not really perfect it's more like you have too many freckles and wrinkles you have thunder thighs and are fat but but i still love you despite it all well maybe your hand fits in mine like it's made just for me. But bear this in mind, it was meant to be. And I'm joining up the dots with the freckles on your cheeks. And it all makes sense to me. I know you've never loved the crinkles by your eyes when you smile. You've never loved your stomach or your thighs, the dimples on your back at the bottom of your spine but I'll love them endlessly. I know you never loved the sound of your voice on tape. You never want to know how much you weigh. You still have to squeeze into your jeans, but you are perfect to me. A link has been provided. Now, please, I would ask you to bear with me. We've got two more of these masterworks to traverse. Why Don't We Get Drunk, 1973, Jimmy Buffett. Oh goodness, let's hear it for old time, romantic, southern gentleman, country music, sweet talk. Why Don't We Get Drunk is a pickup speech in the form of a song. Here we go. I really do appreciate the fact you're sitting here your voice sounds so wonderful, but your face don't look too clear. So barmaid, bring a pitcher, another round of brew. Honey, why don't we get drunk and screw? <laughs> I'm sorry. Why don't we get drunk and screw? I just bought a waterbed. It's filled up for me and you. They say you're a snuff queen, honey. I don't think it's true. So why don't we get drunk and screw? Okay, a waterbed. How, how very 1970s. As for foreplay or post-coital conversation, forget about it. You know, it occurs to me that this song might very well represent the very nadir of country music. No small thing, really, given the repertoire. 
a link has been provided. Finally, for now, the more you ignore me, the closer I get. 1994 by Stephen Patrick Morrissey. Of the two classic stalker songs I listened to in researching this post, Sting's Every Breath You Take and Morrissey's The More You Ignore Me, it is Morrissey's that is to my ear the creepiest by far. The more you ignore me, the closer I get. You're wasting your time. The more you ignore me, the closer I get. You're wasting your time. I will be in the bar with my head on the bar. I am now a central part of your mind's landscape. Whether you care or do not, yeah, I've made up your mind. Beware. I bear more grudges than lonely high court judges. When you sleep, I will creep into your thoughts like a bad debt that you can't pay. Take the easy way and give in, yeah, and let me in. Oh, let me in. Oh, let me. Oh, let me in. It's war. It's war. It's war. It's war. It's war. 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 Oh, let me in. Ah, the closer I get. Ah, you're asking for it. Ah, the closer I get. Ooh, the closer I. Truly psychotic, yes? Yes. A link has been provided. Now, for those hardy people so inclined, I would offer up a few honorable mentions, songs you might explore at your leisure. Paul Anka, you're having my baby. Male chauvinism raised to inconceivably new heights. The Smiths, Girlfriend in a Coma. You heard that correctly. Listen to this song at your own risk. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Suck My Kiss. <laughs> Is that even possible? ACDC? Let me put my love into you. Let me cut your cake with my knife. Oh my goodness, as subtle as Kate Smith taking a douche. Enough. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Celebrate it with music. Just not any of these songs. Thank you. To sample and download one or all of my many courses on subjects musical produced by The Great Courses slash The Teaching Company, please visit my website at robertgreenbergmusic.com.